those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that um, maybe two years ago I put up a legendary video of me twerking in IKEA, and uh, it's uh, it was an instant hit and uh, probably one of the things that, that got me where I am today. But uh, on this episode, I actually have a proper twerker, a real one. Uh, it's Paula Arendasova. Arendasova. Paula Arendasova. And um, she is from Slovakia, living in Prague. Um, she is uh, finishing a master's degree in psychology and also has been a twerk teacher. And she is a certified twerk technician. Um, so we talked about uh, a little bit about her background and... Uh, how she connects twerking with psychology and the uh, expression of feminism and uh, femininity. And uh, yeah, it's uh, actually interesting because uh, in the areas that we, the twerkers use the most when we're twerking, there is a lot of hormonal and uh, organs, the reproductive organs and the genitals are there. So it creates a lot of energy and... Uh, and that has a lot to do with how we see ourselves and self-body image and acceptance of our, uh, how we are and so on. So, yeah, it was a very, very interesting talk. And, and she has actually told me the history of twerking and there are male twerkers. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know, even though I had that legendary twerk video in Ikea. Uh, I hope you will enjoy. I did, for sure. Uh, yeah, the sponsors, that's uh, the Old Bar Prague. Uh, on Cypher Tower 21 in Shiskov, close to Italska Crossing, and um, there's a square called Churchill Square. Everybody has to go there. This is a great statue of, of Winston Churchill. And then, yeah, the old bar across the street. Great coffee, great oatmeal, amazing skier, organic recipe from a Czech farm. Um, and uh, everything is healthy, no nasty ingredients, but still tasty. So check that out. Uh, Takeaway and delivery as well. Volt and Bolt. And then uh, Alfred Jobs, Alfred.cz or Alfred Jobs in the App Store where you can basically set up your parameters and you will get jobs sent to you according to those parameters. So you don't really need to spend time browsing thousands or hundreds or tens of irrelevant, I hate that word, irrelevant jobs. You get the relevant jobs sent to you. Relevant is much better than irrelevant. Uh, yeah, check that out. Available in Slovak, English and Check and uh, yeah, I think well, that's good for today. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome to my bunker, Paula Arendashova. Hello, nice to meet you. How are you? Uh, today I'm great. How are you? I'm really good. Um, uh, I was. Did I do your your last name correctly, Arendashova? Yes, that's great. That's a Slovak name. Uh, I would say um, I heard that uh, we have some Hungarian roots as well, and maybe it has to do with that as well. But I'm not sure. It's definitely not um, U.S. or English no. <laughs> origin. But your 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 uh, your first name, Paula. That that that's a short shortening of Paulina. Mm, yes. Uh-huh. Um, Paulina, I think they use this name a lot, uh, for example, uh, in Spain. Um, but um, honestly, I'm not sure um, what origin is of this name. Uh, but I know that uh, 
Polina, I think it means uh, humble and uh, small. And I'm actually small. I'm not very humble. <laughs> um, <laughs> if uh, it should um, benefit me in some way, I'm not uh, that humble. But mm. uh, no, I am humble, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, humble. That's healthy. Um, Why? Why is that healthy? Uh, when you think of the word humble, um, that uh, it doesn't mean that... Um, you are not ambitious or you are not achieving or you are not striving for like higher goals mm. it just means that uh, you are mm, you are aware of um like all um you are grateful and uh, at the same time while well, you are, you want to be achieving other things so it's in between it's you you're still grateful but you're also driven Exactly. That, that's the humble version of, of Paula. <laughs> um, so, you are a certified twerk technician. That's right, right? Yeah, that is. I got certified. Um, it was uh, an online course uh, by twerk technicians and vertical joes. Um, they are settled in um, Atlanta, Georgia, in the US. Mm. Um and it was uh, like last year in November, I think. Um, yeah, so I got certified. Okay, and but you're also a master, master Paula in psychology, and uh, uh, just finishing your school now, the master studies, and then you're an actress as well. <laughs> um, I I like to do more th different things. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. I'm um, a psychology master's student and currently I'm finishing uh, my degree at the University of New York in Prague. Um, and uh, the acting part, um, I would say that's um, another part of me which has to do with uh, my passion for uh, performing arts. Mm. Um, so with acting, um, I like to... Um, play in um, video clips or um, I have some experience with um, um, playing in um, movie or uh, TV show or commercials, um, even like spoken role in English. This was um, for um, promo of the university. Mm. Yeah. You do a little bit of a lot of different things. You like to express yourself, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just um, I just uh, find myself um, um, hard to commit to just like one thing because there are many things which excite me and uh, fulfill me um, mm -hmm. so yes yeah <laughs> so you want to do a little bit of everything uh, yeah, that's right. But we met, so ba basically we met at a, an event of your school, Uni University of New York in Prague. The, the, I, I spoke at some event there, um, some career event, and, and then we connected afterwards. And, and then I started checking out your social media and I realized that, that you have <clears throat> this other life. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, yeah, a little bit, I actually wanted to talk a lot about twerk. And, and and all of that and and uh, and also kind of the 
coexistence of psychology and twerking and how these two things are connected and how you see them connected. But um, maybe first a little bit, you're, you're Slovak. Where, where in Slovakia are you from? Um, I was born in Nitra, mm. in uh, Slovakia. Uh, but uh, I live in Prague. Um, I think it has been like six years. Mm. And and are you from a big family or...? or? Um, I would say it's a normal, like typical size family. I have a brother and um, parents. Mm. That's uh, like uh, that was in the our household. Stand, and, and then the rest of the parents, yeah. And then the rest of the family. Mm. And how was your how was your childhood there? You you had a nice childhood. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, my parents were very uh, caring of mm. me and very supportive. Um, for them, it was always important that I do. Uh, what I'm passionate about and what fulfills me. Mm. Um, on the other hand, um, they, um, in my eyes, they were at some point uh, a bit uh, overprotective, which mm. uh, I believe they meant in a good way. Uh, it also uh, was many times beneficial for me because uh, they would be... Mm, let's say, solving problems instead of me, uh, which means um, I, I, I would not have to be worried about resolving uh, some, some unpleasant um, situation uh, just by myself because I could rely on them. Mm. Um, on the other hand, um, it uh, influenced me definitely in the way that... Um, um, I found it a uh, bit difficult to become independent, whether emotionally or financially or in other way. So, yeah, it has its pros and cons. Mm -hmm. But what kind of situations was it that you were that they were solving for you as a as a kid? I mean, uh, for example, um, when I was bullied and in uh, elementary school. Um, my father would come um, to the school and uh, talk to uh, my classmates. Mm. Um, and at that point, I feel like uh, it's great that um, I had a support in him. Um, I don't know how it would be if I would have to uh, approach it just um, alone by myself. Um, uh, then... Um, then there can be situations which, um, for example, would not be that beneficial when um, my parents... When he would be involved, yeah. Um, yes. But, uh, but why were kids bullying you? Um, uh, what I remember, uh, it was um, when I, I used to be winning... Uh, competitions in elementary school um, I would be going for these um, competitions where I uh, present some poems um, and uh, I would uh, be winning often um, and then uh, I, I had quite uh, let's say I was quite favorite uh, in in the elementary school but rather among teachers uh, than my classmates. 
Um, and um, basically, um, I don't know if it was uh, envy from classmates or I just didn't somehow mostly fit uh, to, to that uh, group. Um, and there were uh, classmates that were simply bullying me. And at that point, I also uh, started to relate uh, the idea of success with um, something bad, uh, like with uh, insecurity, uh, because um, like I became a bit insecure about becoming successful. Um, because it will always mean negative feedback somehow. Uh, exactly. And mm -hmm. you know, in the, that age, uh, in elementary school, you um, want to be... Uh, it's very important for you to um, find your people and fit to the social yeah, belong, groups yeah, yeah, yeah. and belong. So I was even more interested in uh, being uh, accepted by my peers, by my classmates, rather than by teachers. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. It's not no fun to be accepted by the teachers, you know. Like <laughs> I remember the, those kids in my school that the teachers liked. We, we didn't really like them very much, you know. Mm. But, but what were they bullying you on? Just that you were really good at poetry or... or uh, I feel like uh, that, that was uh, one aspect. Um, and But also I remember that um they uh, i some sometimes heard the comments uh on my butt that uh, i have a uh, like where are you going with that s or something and uh, i knew that uh, i have a bigger uh, let's say bigger butt like mm, not really small butt um so but um of course, um, these comments were not pleasant to hear. Mm. But is that because I mean, like it's obvious, uh, like an obvious thing, maybe to to uh, ask. Then, isn't this body shape perfect for twerking? <laughs> it is. It is actually um, definitely. Um, um, why I like to work. Uh, one of the reasons is that actually big butt um, is something what uh, is an advantage to have mm. for twerking. Mm. And and but I guess that back in elementary school you weren't thinking, okay, I'm just going to go and twerk and show them where I'm going with that big butt. I mean, like you 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 didn't think about twerking back then. No, I wasn't thinking about it. The only thing is that um, because I used to be attending uh, different dance schools throughout the years when I was uh, living back home, and uh, I always found myself um, just you know focusing on focusing on uh, uh, bad movements, uh, whether it was some uh, freestyle in the circle, like I used to attend uh, street dance uh, classes. And I would always, um, you know, somehow always uh, focus on the most, my body on, my body movements on the movement with uh, my butt. Um, and uh, yeah. Was that sub subconscious, do you think, or, or, or conscious? 
Honestly, I didn't think of this uh, in uh, this way, but uh, I would believe there was a connection, like I was somehow compen compensating mm. uh, for what I heard from my classmates, the, the negative comments, and I just uh, wanted to somehow sublim sublimate, uh, like uh, I would be dancing and I would try to somehow cope with uh, these negative comments on my butt by mm, doing something nice with my butt, um, something what fulfills me. Mm. Um, so that would make sense. Mm. So you kind of turned the negative into a positive in a way. Mm, yeah. Or an advantage. Yeah, somehow. we can like we can say uh, it would be sort of a sublimation mm. uh, as a coping mechanism. Mm. Uh, you know how people express their emotions, whatever worries um, through art. But you said earlier that you you connected success with uh, negativity or, or or doubt or, or criticism, and I'm curious because I've never been successful in like as a child, so I never I never I I never really tried to be <laughs> successful as a child, but. Uh, I didn't realize what I was saying now. But anyway, yeah, I, I I wasn't successful, let's say, like this, that I would win something at school or, or, or some competition and, and so on. And I'm, you know, like, in some way, you never thought about, okay, now I'm just going to not win. You, ne you never thought about it, like, okay, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to stop winning because it draws a negative attention on me. That never came to your mind. Um... Not really, because whenever I would want to think of this um, in like about success in unproductive way, let's say in a, in a destructive way, uh, in those times of like elementary school, uh, there were parents were there for me and um, um, they were really supporting me. Mm -hmm. uh, but then later on, I I just um, realized that. Being successful feels uh, so good, and it's um, it's amazing to be successful, no matter whether there are some haters or uh, the envy around you. Uh, it's still worth it to mm, be successful. Mm. Um, and uh, I was trying to rationalize, um, like, uh, why these comments should be important for me. Why this negative feedback should be important uh, for me, and I was trying to analyze like why it hurts me, or and you know, and by like analyzing and rationalizing, uh, I just uh, became more, let's say, immune towards mm, the the haters' comments, and mm. so um, it's always good to sit with yourself and um, just try to rationally think about why you feel what you feel uh, mm -hmm. regarding something. And if it really matters or not what they're saying. And and why it matters to you. is mm -hmm. Does it bring you some uh, doubts or insecurities? Uh, do you, Why you feel these uh, doubts? Um, like, um, think of the, those times when you were successful and no matter that there were haters, um, but uh, they there then there were also people who were supporting you, mm. and uh, so you just going you are just going to choose 
um, which people you are going to be surrounded by. Yeah, and who you listen to. And and who you listen to. Mm. And the, the haters' uh, feedback, it's still uh, uh, the attention. Um, for social media, when you need views or whatever, uh, it's also <laughs> it's also <laughs> beneficial to have haters' views <laughs> because no one sees that the view was from the hater. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, so, just uh, try to take it like um, um, con- constructively. Yeah. Uh, again, you would not have these uh, haters around if um, there is nothing what uh, they can be hating or hating in a way that um, you know. Uh, they are missing something what you have mm. usually mm. or they cannot cope well with uh, something what you can cope and then you are their target because they mm. they don't want you to be better than they are or you know bring different views on things because they are right with and they are comfortable they are in their comfort zone with uh, their mm. opinions and we're gonna we're gonna talk actually about that a little bit later when we when we go more into the twerking because I think it must be yeah, I'm I'm very curious about how how people perceive it and what kind of feedback you're getting. Um, but so you, later on, your parents divorced. How, how did that affect you? Because it sounds like they were quite supportive and and they give you obviously a kind of a foundation to drive for success and and you know to keep going and not listen to the haters and, and these kind of things so it must have been difficult when they went separate ways right it was difficult uh because uh let's say since i was having so much uh support and i was relying so much on my uh parents um i was also uh, let's say emotionally attached uh to them and suddenly when this divorce came and uh, the di- family dynamics changed and um, like they uh, my parents separated um, I just felt like uh, I lost um, that security I lost um, uh, that great part of life which I had before mm. um, of course there would be conflicts um, and uh, I would be in the center. Uh, of how old were you? Sorry, uh, I was uh, eighteen, I uh-huh. think, mm-hmm. something around. It was uh, somewhere um, right before I moved to Prague. So there, there was a lot of stress because you know, um, with adjustment to the new environment, and also going through the situation of uh, divorce. And even though you are not at home. Uh, you are still um, ex- experiencing the all pressure and stress and uh, conflicts uh, mm. from the distance. Mm. Um, and yeah, I I felt like um, um, I'm in the middle of um, like in between my mom and my father and. Uh, like I should decide like which side I should take. This is just typical scenario of divorce, um, uh, and I think they did what uh, they could, um, but uh, to like uh, keep the situation um, like uh, okay for me and my brother. But uh, it's sometimes it's just so difficult. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame them mm. um, for. I don't blame them that they didn't do it more 
productively or whatever, because I think it's just an issue in every case, let's say, mm. of a divorce. But it must have been because at that time you say 18, you're moving from Nitra. Nitra is like 100,000 people, right? I mean, or, or less even. Um, you're not sure. <laughs> No, I mean... I, it's, it's, a sm- it's not a big city. I mean, it's... Uh, no, it's, it's not a big city. And, it's, and, and then you move to Prague and you go and and, uh, and you decide to study psychology. And, and at the same time, there's this change in the family. So this must have been like quite a big thing for you, all of, all of this at the same time. But why did you pick psychology? What was the reason why you picked that? Uh, because in high school, I was not sure... Um, again, what I should commit to for a couple of years. Um, and um, I just knew that I need to choose something what uh, will uh, make sense to me and uh, what will uh, fulfill me and uh, what could uh, help me to become a better version of myself because that's what I was always... Uh, and you were thinking like that at 18? Uh, at no. 18, I was thinking about beer and pizza. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't think that in that age I would uh, be talking about it like I'm talking about it now, but uh, probably the 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 motives would be would be like very similar. Mm. I I just that I just needed to uh, go to study something that would be really meaningful for me, like for my soul and. Yeah, mm. what would make me feel good. And I would not need to like um, pressure myself and doing something what uh, I'm not really interested in or whatever. Uh, so then uh, because I was interested in um, my uh, my mind, how it works and uh, in the in um, how relationships work, why this person is like that and this like that, um, why there are these conflicts. Um, I was interested in these things. Also, um, I really enjoyed always to mm, listen to my friends' uh, issues and then just um, give them um, very uh, constructive and... um, uh, like very constructive uh, advice and I enjoyed that I'm not that judgmental or and I'm open-minded and I found myself having understanding for uh, different people. Uh, so I felt like uh, there, there it, that would be an advantage uh, for me um, and in uh, terms of, uh, for example, becoming a psychologist uh, one day. Um, and I would say I'm a lot human-oriented uh, person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then uh, it was psychology what uh, what came up as um, that mm-hmm. major, which I should go to study. I, I was enjoying uh, helping people as well. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted uh, the quality education I don't think that in uh, like back home uh, we have that uh, great universities, um, and um, 
And I wanted to study in English because even during high school I would be um, attending uh, these um, extra classes for English language. So I enjoyed also like languages. Um, and so then this combination came up that um, it would be psychology in English language and at the same time uh, I didn't want to travel somewhere very far so let's say Prague came up as a good idea by location uh, but at the same time I was interested in uh, um, meeting uh, people from like multiple cultures because throughout the years we used to travel a lot with my parents and uh, I always enjoyed the diversity so um, I wanted to experience this like more of um, multiple cultures and the different mindsets and so on and I was fascinated by the American environment mm. uh, uh, in uh, in the movies uh, like American school environment so uh, anyway, there were many aspects which got combined and um, the University of New York in Prague came up as uh, the best solution. But you didn't get in on the first try, right? No, I, I didn't. Uh, one of the um, uh, the requirements which you need to uh, follow um, to get uh, to this university is uh, having... Um, there are more kinds of certificates uh, for English language uh, which uh, you can have. Um, nevertheless, I uh, went for a TOEFL certificate and uh, basically um, I um, didn't succeed on like uh, the amount of uh, points which were required by UNIP. I I didn't succeed uh, for like uh, four or three three or four times. Mm. But you uh, kept trying. I kept trying because um, again, like uh, uh, my parents uh, believed that uh, I can do it, and like we need to try and try because I was studying English for so long, and if I just like uh, give up, like I can give up whenever. Why mm. why not to try if I have an opportunity for it because of course not always you have opportunity sometimes you know it costs money to uh, pay the uh, multiple attempts and so on but if you have those opportunities like why not to use them mm -hmm. so and then uh, finally I got uh, enough points and <coughs> sorry and I got to the university just have just have some more beer it's the only thing that can help. But uh, but I guess like you could have you could probably have chosen something easier. You could have gone to a university in Bratislava where where the studies are in your own Slovak language, or you could have gone to the University of Charles University in Prague and studied there in Czech or and and it you know. But you you wanted this really badly. You were mm -hmm. hypnotized hypnotized by the American movies. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I was just so excited when I found this university and actually I just said either I get into this university or I'm not going to any university. Mm. I just really loved the combination of this American system, school system and mm. um, the like multiple cultures and uh, the fact that I can study psychology there and 
the the diversity and everything what I was like really excited about and passionate about uh, was in that university. So mm. I just really want, I was not even considering Slovak universities and uh, I, it's, um, it's totally up to everyone where they decide to study. Uh, and I'm not uh, saying that all universities are bad or someone cannot uh, actually become uh, successful in uh, what they want to be successful in or whatever in um, the universities mm. which are in Slovakia. Uh, no, that's not it. But uh, you should definitely go for what you really want. And mm. in my case, it was uh, this university. Mm. And so, so you come here for for this, but uh, is that then when your kind of other life, the twerking, starts? Right? That that does that start when you get here to Prague, or, or did that start already b- back in Slovakia? In Slovakia, there were uh, at that time there were not twerk classes, mm. or at least if someone was doing it, it was not that uh, popular. Mm. Um, and. Um, well, when I came, uh, when I came to Prague, uh, I found these uh, uh, twerk classes. Uh, it was uh, led by uh, uh, she. She's also being called like a Czech uh, queen of twerk, uh, Annette Antoshova, and I was attending her uh, classes for like for like two years, mm. and uh, then um, and I was also attending uh, her classes of dance hall. Um, and then after two years, I felt like I would want to uh, also teach to work. I just, um, again, I got to this mode where I want to do something more um, of it. And I felt I'm good in it. Mm. And I just felt like I want to do, uh, I want to share this with other people. And um, I want to do it in my own way. But why? What was it? I mean, why did you get into it in the first place? Did you just see, I don't know, an advertisement online, or, or, or uh, what? What kind of brought you into twerking for the first time? Um, okay, so uh, again, maybe I would uh, rather start uh, with the, the definition of twerk, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we understand what uh, we are talking about. So basically. Um, to work um, by definition is um, there are more definitions, uh, but let's say it's a dance to popular music in a sexually provocative manner uh, while you are uh, thrusting and uh, moving your hips um, either like side to side, uh, up and down, uh, mostly uh, or originally in the, the squat low position. And um, basically, um, um, I was uh, interested in it because, as I said, um, in the past, um, I probably I believe that was one of the motives that uh, I was not comfortable with my body image, and 
for example, those comments on my ass, it didn't make me feel good. And um, I would decide to deal with this uh, constructively, uh, meaning I would want to find ways how to like my body and like uh, my ass. And then I actually found a way where having this uh, size of ass, let's say, um, would actually be beneficial for me, which mm. the twerk, uh, the twerk was, since it focuses uh, on the movement of the butt. Mm. And um, so, yeah, this was one of the, the one of the motives why twerk, and not to say that also uh, I was interested in um, the feminine movement a lot and. Uh, expressing uh, sexuality, um, maybe mm, I would say also because uh, topics of sexuality are taboo mm. uh, worldwide, and but I uh, sexuality is one of uh, the topics which um, I was uh, pissed about that uh, this is uh, taboo and. Uh, uh, people are uncomfortable about their own sexuality. I'm not saying everyone, but I'm just saying that this issue is in there and also it's influenced by the fact that a uh, concept of sexuality is a um, taboo topic and very mm, easy to judge mm. uh, topic um, and uh, like worldwide. And so I wanted to, and because I felt uh, I want to, uh, again, work also with my sexuality, despite the fact that um, the society is approaching it uh, in um, uh, in my eyes unhealthy way. Mm. Uh, I I just wanted to again just mm, uh, do it like constructively. What do you think is unhealthy about how society approaches sexuality? Um, for example, I I feel like. Um, uh, let's say uh, topics related to um, sexism uh, for example when um, uh, women are uh, I don't know taking pictures uh, in underwear or naked and they would be perceived uh, as something um, less than those women that uh, don't show themselves, expose themselves, mm. uh, undressed, um, uh, for example, that. Um, and uh, also the fact that sexuality is normal, natural part of everyone's um, persona, like everyone's mm. body. But... Um, Despite the fact of many people feel uncomfortable about their sexuality or let's say what I mean by that, um, um, many people have problem to um, discuss with their partner uh, what they like um, in terms of uh, sexual pleasure or um, uh, people tend to be like... Um, uncomfortable uh, by exploring uh, their body uh, sexually um, or um, 
Yeah, there are different mm-hmm. aspects mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why is that? Because sexual energy is also part of uh, our body and it's natural. Mm. And we need to be healing it. And mm. society doesn't really help. No, and it, it, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. And I, 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 I agree with you. I think that, that in, in some way, our most natural way of being and, and one of our most natural urges and, and uh, instincts is we're kind of trying to push it down somewhere or hide it and it's not you shouldn't talk about it you shouldn't show it and i mean it's just i don't know 2000 years ago we were walking around naked and and no problem you know you know what i mean it's it's um yeah it's it's an interesting thing but um but i mean so you were not just at home studying for school and and then okay i'm gonna take my big butt and make something out of this and then look for career opportunities for Big Butt or something. I mean, you, you must have found twerk somewhere or, or, or come across it or something. Or, or Well, as I said uh, before, um, uh, before I went to Prague, uh, I was uh, doing my research about different dance styles. Um, I mean, I was just like researching uh, different dance styles which are in Prague. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I found that there is twerk as well, and uh, I realized that uh, this style um, uh, focuses on bad movements. Mm. So I just felt like, and then I watched some videos and so on, and then ju- I just felt like this would be something what they would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And where does twerk come from? I mean, I, I checked it out a little bit, and I mean it's. 1800 something or 19th century or older even i mean wh- what's the kind of the origin or what's the story of twerk uh yeah so uh, the term twerk uh it actually firstly appeared uh, based on what i found in 1820s mm. uh and uh, this word uh, consists of um uh, twist and jerk mm-hmm. um so this would have to do with, uh, again, uh, like the character of the movement. Um, and uh, basically, um, there is uh, this dance called uh, Mapoka. Uh, its uh, origin is in uh, the Ivory Coast. Um, in a, It's a West uh, African uh, place. And uh, basically, this dance is very similar to uh, twerk. Mm. Uh, uh, this uh, dance used to be um, uh, uh, practiced for the purposes of uh, celebration of uh, women also as a mating dance uh, and uh, it, 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 had, it was also connected with uh, the idea of um, uh, God and um, like there were different um, aspects like this um, Mapoka was even uh, banned at some point uh, because of the uh, sexual aspects, um, which society didn't really uh, like. But then it came up again. And um, twerking, uh, that has, uh, it's, um, it, uh, it originated in the 90s bounce scene. It used to be like a party dance uh, where like women and men would be uh, dancing uh, while using their hips and so on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, this would be this but would the be. But the main point is that uh, it comes from the African uh, culture. That's the original, like and the roots. And uh, the mapoka is like a traditional uh, kind of dance. And uh, then uh, the, the twerk um, is like very similar to the to mapoka. So like the yoga people, they go to India to meet like the master yogis and, and do yoga workshops for two, three weeks. Is there anyone who would go to Ivory Coast and, and do, do the makopa there? You know, like uh, do twerkers go somewhere? Is there like a holy land for twerkers? Um, holy land for the workers. I have never heard. You never thought about that. No, <laughs> no. I know what I mean. Like you know, if you if you're doing Thai massage, then the best place to learn it is in Thailand. And if you're doing yoga, then the best place to learn it is in India. And you know, I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, but uh, at this point, I just believe that. Um, um, for example. I really wanted to get certified uh, by people who uh, who are from that culture mm. that uh, the this dance style originates from. Mm. So it was important for me because uh, I really wanted to get um, this uh, cultural understanding uh, and uh, the to know the history of dance. And uh, basically get the quality education um, regarding uh, the dance, mm. uh, what I'm doing. Um, so, um, yeah, this would be the way how to uh, get quality knowledge about what you are doing. And that, and you got that degree from, from Atlanta. Is Atlanta as a state, I mean, is it working big there or is it bigger in another? You know what I mean? Is there like some sort of a hotspot where everybody is great at twerking or all the twerk people go to, like Hollywood for actors, you know? Uh, it's hard to say, but uh, let's say in the US, um, I don't know if I mentioned that uh, in the New Orleans, uh, mm-hmm. twerk uh, appeared uh, as like uh, in the first times and... Um, so in the US it's definitely like very uh, spread and you can also see see it work uh, workers in different music video clips um and um then uh, also um in let's say in Spain mm-hmm. um they are doing uh, these international twerk battles um in Russia there is uh this uh kind of famous um twerk group prowless um so i would say there are mm. uh, places where the twerk is like really it's even more frequent than um in czech republic mm. you know mm. but uh, i think I, I read somewhere that the that one of the kind of the things that brought a lot of attention to twerking was when miley cyrus went on stage stage in 2003 or something or seven or nine i don't remember when it was and then she did some twerking which a lot of people said wasn't like a real twerking but it it still brought a lot of attention to this style somehow that i mean twerking is very visible in this pop culture like in r&b hip-hop and and this kind of stuff right 
yes, it is, and uh, it definitely uh, brought attention uh, to the Miley Cyrus uh, performance. Um, however, there have been uh, debates about uh, cultural appropriation uh, of um, her uh, practicing this uh, and performing uh, this dance because uh, again when you feel like there is a lack of uh, knowledge um, regarding uh, the the dance style which um, has uh, its roots somewhere so for example this would be like uh, African roots and if you perceive that uh, there is a that person or on that side uh, there is a lack of consideration for uh, the cultural aspects of uh, the dance and um, uh, it's just uh, used just with while ignoring mm. um, the the um, the origin and uh, history and culture um so then it gives this impression that uh, it's uh, like uh, somehow misused or not used uh, in an appropriate uh, manner. And um, Were you, do, do you think so? What? That it was culturally inappropriate for her to be a bad twerker and therefore she pissed off a whole race of African people. Um... Um, I yes, I think it was uh, inappropriate, or I would understand uh, why it is, mm. um, because again, uh, it's hard to also um, discuss uh, this uh, topic of cultural appropriation um, if uh, you, for example, don't um, have. Uh, like deeper knowledge uh, regarding uh, twerk and uh, everything around it or even topic of racism which would be related uh, so this would be for a further further yeah, debates yeah. Yeah. but you could say this i mean cultural appropriation could be that you should then ban you should ban a spanish person to cook chinese food because he won't be able to do it in the same way as chinese people have done it then it would be culturally inappropriate i mean it's it's a really difficult topic i think and i mean if if people want to find something negative about something that somebody does they can always do it and if they can hang on its racism that's even better but the I, because i read these things that you were talking about now and i was very curious about that they 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 took that this was what they took out of it and just saying instead of saying listen you just shuck at twerking never do it again but to, they turned it into something very big but but it brought attention to twerk um, yes, uh, I just wanted to comment that uh, when we are talking about um, uh, black uh, culture, uh, we need to think of the history of uh, uh, black people. And uh, also for that reason, uh, we cannot really uh, compare. Um, but we have to think about, like, uh, my, my people, my Icelandic people, we took slaves. We were also taken as slaves. So, and we need to think about Jews, we need to think about uh, the Egypts that were taken as slaves. We, you know, there, everyone has an history where they were either under or on top. I mean, I, and I think, yeah, it's just, for me, it's, 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 it's not right to take everything and turn it into victimizing certain amount of people or certain race of people at any given time, because we have all been slaves 
and all been slave traders at some point in time. It's just a matter of what point in time you take. And and I, I feel, I mean, obviously, I, I'm not happy that anyone has to, had to experience this, and I'm very sorry that my forefathers in Iceland took slaves from Ireland and abused them and, and whatever they did to them. But at some point, people have to let go of that and say, okay, what's happened in history is history, and let's focus on what's happening now. But it's... Paula, this is a this is a maze that we're going into here now, and I'm not sure we I'm not sure we should go into. But uh, well, let's conclude this with uh, that uh, the like the point is to be uh, non-racist and uh, to be willing to educate yourself. Yeah, and, resp- and respect. Uh, exactly, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, to be to be uh, constantly educating. Uh, yourself about mm. uh, these concepts yeah and i and i think you know like i i can understand that that if i if i learn some art that is i don't know created by a certain culture i should show with the decency of doing it properly for sure i mean that that's but i should not necessarily do that for racial reasons i should just do it because i'm ambitious and i i want to do this properly you know um Anyway, the, so how does it work in in in, in um, twerking? So you train. I mean, you you you. If you are, are there professional twerkers, for example, are the people that do nothing but twerking? Uh, you mean like worldwide? Yeah. Oh, uh, I I believe there are. Uh, I'm not sure if those people who I'm following on Instagram, those uh, twerk teachers or twerk dancers, whether they have some other careers uh, uh, like uh, in addition to to work uh, so uh, but I believe that there are people who mm, just make this more of a full-time full-time job mm-hmm. for themselves and a person who would do that if, if you were twerking full-time let's say that I mean would you would you have to train every day? Is there certain, like, I don't know, do you need to go and lift also? And I mean, is there a so- certain regime around this, you know, that you need to follow? Or? Uh, definitely, I uh, feel like to keep this business uh, running uh, and in a way that it uh, brings you very nice money and... Uh, uh, you can live decent life uh, within uh, having this as a career, the main career. It uh, also um, it, it you you at some point need to commit to that uh, lifestyle, and um, uh, definitely it you need to invest like financially and um, like um, um, in different ways like. Uh, Knowing uh, the marketing uh, around it and uh, like to improve your business mindset around uh, that twerk business you are doing and cooperate with people and sponsors. So, yeah, also. Uh, so yeah, it's just mm, and yeah, this is in nutshell what I was. But say. the fi- but the physical part, like you know, to to keep your I don't know to keep yourself in shape or to keep the body flexible yeah definitely that would be a part of it like Mm. uh, you are you are keeping yourself uh, fit and uh, strong enough and Mm. strong enough to uh, be able to perform um, as you want to perform which would be like quality 
mm. performance. And are there competitions? I mean, are there twerk competitions or championships or something like this? Uh, there are. Uh, there was supposed to be one even in Prague, but then Corona happened, mm. so it was cancelled. Uh, there was this online <laughs> Spanish one, uh, international uh, twerk battle, uh, and uh, then and actually I joined. <laughs> mm. It was at least uh, it was online, so it was a bit weird. But I just wanted to have this uh, experience. Mm. And how did you do? Uh, well, I didn't. Uh, uh, there were so many people who performed much better than me, mm. uh, but. Um, um, I and there are uh, many workers who uh, I believe uh, they um, they are more skilled, uh, skillful in in work than I am definitely. And but I am getting inspired by them. Like in your case, you you teach twerking. So if if I was or someone was coming, is it once a week or three times a week? I mean, how does this work? And is it like a one hour class? And and uh, yes. So me personally, uh, currently I'm having um, two classes per week. Uh, one is for beginners and one is for advanced uh, level. And it's like a one hour and a half or something like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And sometimes I'm doing workshops around it. Yeah. And how uh, is it like, um, I mean, so in some way you make a living from it. I mean, you, I know that this has been a part-time job when you've been at, at the university. So so in some way you 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 can make a living from this. By being a teacher or, or, or going to competitions, being in music videos or stuff, you know, like there are different ways to make money of this. Uh, um, I mean, you are right. Uh, it's just, I feel like because I am, um, I'm not only focused on twerking, but mm. there are other interests. Uh, like uh, I would want to, um, like, uh, mm, uh, like um, strengthen my career in psychology mm. uh, and that this would be also um, one of my focuses and um, uh, so not only to work but also uh, to 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 work more in a psychology field and so therefore I don't see myself um, being fully committed to uh, to work I like to be combining uh, things which interest me and uh, not be just uh, focused on focused on like one uh, thing. Mm. Um, and also, I wanted to mention that I was doing a lot of online work classes mm. um, throughout the corona. Mm. Uh, is it like a career? I, I mean, I know that in your case, you 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 know you want to go into the psychology. I'm just curious about this. Like, is are there fifty-year-old twerkers? 
Or is it like, do you know what I mean? Is it like, uh, okay, now when you're over 40, you, you're not working anymore or, or, or something? Uh, twerk doesn't have uh, age limit and it uh, doesn't have even um, the any limits for how your body should look like or anything. It just doesn't have limits. And I know there are older workers i don't know their exact uh, age but i just know that there are mm. um man are men twerking oh yes uh-huh you have had some students here in your classes or yes actually i had uh i had uh, uh twice i uh-huh. had um uh two different uh, males and um uh, well yeah, um, again, um, uh, I understand that there is this, again, like uh, sexist uh, views and uh, things related um, and that uh, men should not be doing uh, something like to work because uh, that's more of a, gives more of a feminine vibes and whatever. But again, even as I was um, talking about um uh hips movement from uh, traditional dance in um, african culture this would be also uh, men uh, using their hips in as m- in movements uh and uh, so e- in, even in the history it's it's mm. uh it's just normal mm. and uh, just because society is uh, sick um, well Okay, but doesn't change the fact that this it's still normal even for men to uh do something like twerk. Mm. But I'm 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 curious about this um uh, because you mentioned earlier that that somehow the connection I mean, yeah, maybe that's a little bit silly after talking about male twerkers, but the connection of femininity and and twerking and and the and the female organs, you know, the uterus and the womb and all, all the all the female or- organs, into twerking. I mean, and and when we were talking earlier, uh, you told me about the the chakra, you know, that is down there and 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 all this. So, how how does this? Do, do, did you feel this when you got into twerking that that you were stimulating some sort of an energy or or some openness or or, or some flow? Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, definitely because uh, from the spiritual perspective, when we think of the sacral chakra, uh, mm. which is like the second um, chakra, uh, let's say uh, this uh, part uh, between the like a belly button and um, like uh, the the genitals and so mm. on um so this is the part where is a sacral chakra which means uh, the the um, uh, the the center for uh sexual energy uh, feminine energy um reproductivity um it's a center for creativity joy mm, and um yeah this um Oh, a lot about uh, is related to uh, one's uh, sexuality, um, and uh, from the spiritual perspective, then when you think that uh, in twerk uh, you use the most um, uh, your exactly that area, like pelvis and um, 
uh, butt and um, hips. Like it's all uh, this all surrounds this um, sacral uh, area. Mm. So you simply um, uh, you are embracing this energy by mm. by these movements. Mm. But you you did some pole dancing also, like a pole fitness or, or some some sort of pole dancing also as well. Have you tried that at least, right? Uh, yeah, I I was attending uh, the classes of um, exotic pole dance and uh, pole dance, um, uh, especially before the quarantine. Um, I I hope I will get back to it at some mm. point. Um, and yeah, I, I like it very much for similar reasons, um, uh, as, uh, for which I like, uh, to work that it gives you an opportunity to, uh, express, uh, yourself, uh, your, uh, sexual, uh, energy, um, and your, uh, feminine side and, um, yeah. But it's di- it's di- it's di- it's different, I guess, because I mean, twerking can be a l- more intense somehow, uh, or it looks like that. I mean, whereas pole dancing is usually like a slower routine. Uh, not exactly. Depends on the the choreography or mm. the specific movements, but of course, it's uh, the biggest difference. Probably, what is there is that pole dance you are using pole mm. and uh, um i mean like um hypothetically let's say that the 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 one of the differences would be that uh pole dance is using pole and uh with twerking there is no pole like it's totally different um kind of dance yeah. style and everything mm. but do you do you feel that after you started twerking that is somehow uh changed you like in in terms of connecting to your sexuality and femininity and stuff like that 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 is uh that it i don't know developed you or grew you or something Mm, yes um i uh it improved my uh, self-body image and in it improved my uh sexuality and uh it um made me uh to be more confident uh and accept myself Mm. So you think this would like for posi- body positivity or or or, or self image that this is a positive way you know for 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 young women for example and and young men to to I don't know kind of express themselves in this way that that makes them more accepting how they are and who they are. Um, and it's not only young but uh, also older mm. women. I even in one of my classes I uh, have uh, um older uh older students like uh, maybe around 40. Oh that's uh, very old. I mean older <laughs> when I'm considering the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the typical the average yeah, uh, yeah the yeah. average age mm. which is coming. Mm. Um and um one of the things I wanted to also mention is that uh, twerk is good for um, balancing the masculine and feminine energy in your body because when you think of uh, this uh, system which we live in, mm. uh, also women uh, need to 
uh, at some point work hard or have some working um, routine so they can uh, be like earning money and so on. And uh, there is, uh, I don't know, there is a pressure on um, uh, performance and being ambitious and so on. Uh, and um, basically, um, this would be... Um, uh, it, these things don't uh, really support your mm, feminine, uh, let's say, feminine energy. Mm. Um, but and then you need to need to find the ways which would help you to balance it out. Mm. So um, the work would be one of the ways which would uh, help you to uh, balance. Uh, the feminine and masculine energy. Mm. The the like. <coughs> um, now, if if I, because as I said in the beginning, we we kind of met through your university studies, or you know, and and if I think uh, Paula, the psychologist, I I wouldn't necessarily. I mean. I wouldn't necessarily think, yeah, and then she has a hobby as a, a twerkist or a twerker. Uh, I mean, it's not like the, the most common thing or common combo that you find. Um, what? How did people around you react when you went into this? Um, of course, there were many judgments around it. I remember even from my high school peers um, uh, when I started to be posting some stuff about work. I mean, I didn't care uh, really what they um, think, but uh, at the same time, those comments just doesn't make you don't make you feel good. Mm. or any better you know um and so therefore i had uh, this period when uh i was doubting whether it is a good decision or or what but then uh, as i mentioned earlier uh then you also uh become surrounded by people who uh believe and who uh like uh the same Think which you like and share this passion with you. So then I got to the twerk uh, classes and the twerk community, and I met people who uh, had the same uh, view on uh, twerking mm. as uh, I had. So I felt a big social support, and I think this is a very important aspect when you are doing uh, when you are deciding to uh, do something or succeed uh, in something and um, uh, to make sure that uh, you have a social support and you uh, are uh, actively surrounding yourself with uh, these people who are who are supporting you um, and uh, it's it's important to like really uh, actively seek uh, whatever positive energy uh, related uh, to this um, to, to the support of your idea mm -hmm. um, because again this negative energy and hate they, that's always going to be there around you whether you want or not and uh, sometimes it surprises you in a, a, like bigger way and we all know how mm, negative energy can have sometimes even bigger impact 
impact on our uh, self-esteem, let's say, than, um, let's say, compliments or uh, positive energy. So you just want to make sure that you are always constantly uh, surrounded uh, um, and um, with uh, with the positive uh, energy and there is a more of that social support and more of that positive energy uh, than that negative which is coming on your journey to achieve the goal. But what kind of reactions were the negative ones? I mean, like, what would be a typical negative reaction to this from, I don't know, someone that you know or some friends or people from school? I mean, what what is it? What, what's negative about this in their eyes? Um, the typical comments would be that uh, I act like a bitch. Mm. Um, and that... Um, uh, simply connecting it right away uh, with um, uh, strippers. Uh-huh. Uh, when I I don't I'm not going to open an, uh, another topic, but uh, again with the the uh, the strippers, I have uh, also zero judgment around it. But then again, uh, many people are very judgmental. Mm. Uh, so they would be perceiving uh, strippers in a very negative um, way and then uh, connecting it uh, right away with uh, twerking. Um, and therefore perceiving it in uh, the bad light. Mm. Um, what about the connection to the African-American culture and the African-American music? Was Have people... I mean, because we, let's face it, we live in a rather racist country. Uh, I mean, even me, white as snow from Iceland, I get racially abused here. Um, how is how about that? Because I mean, twerking is very much part of Afro-American culture, music videos, music. Mm, uh, I would say these uh, issues um, of uh, judging uh, twerk uh, can be found worldwide. Maybe mm. depends on the communities and the specific places. Um, but let's say that uh, when we take the U.S., um, then uh, they, the 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 media and um, uh, let's say the different singers, artists, uh, like generally, would be more open to um, to use work in their video clips and. Um, um, like um, they would not have to think twice whether this is going to be appropriate to mm. use or whether that's something what they want to use because uh, they just somehow, you know, that like they their the mindset uh, of uh, this uh, regarding these uh, things it's a bit uh, further mm. in um, in the U.S. as it is with many things. So, but again, I don't want to generalize, and mm. and I'm not really uh, knowledgeable about regarding this. Mm. Uh, what about the supporters? Who 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 were the biggest? Who are the biggest supporters? I mean, who who are the ones that? And what do they say? Uh, so, um, your parents. Uh, my parents uh, were also supporters. Um, uh, again, like. Um, they support whatever makes me happy. Uh, if it's uh, like a healthy 
Mm. Um, healthy kind of thing. Uh, because my parents are open-minded a lot. Uh, so they see it work as they should. Uh, as it is, really. Like, no judgments, whatever. Uh, each of them would... Uh, uh, show uh, support in uh, some way. For example, well, my father uh, would not really come to my twerk performance because uh, that's a bit, um, um, you know, weird um, considering the sexual aspects um, of this dance. Uh, but he would like uh, buy me a big uh, speaker, uh, which is like a portable, and I could be using it for my classes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then uh, my mom would, uh, for example, help me to, um, she would advise me um, with the costumes and mm-hmm. so on. Um, and my brother also, he would not, he would be avoiding watching my videos on Instagram, uh, like twerk videos. <laughs> but still he likes that I'm doing what makes me uh, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, definitely I have support in uh, my boyfriend mm. um, and um, and then in my very close uh, friends and in the twerk community um, in uh, my twerk team Paula A team um, which uh, like uh, with which I'm sharing this passion Mm. Uh, also I wanted to say that uh, when I decided to become a twerk teacher it took me a while to find the right spot and it there it was uh, the process of uh, the long process of uh, tryings and uh, like trials and uh, uh, rejections and uh, so on and um, uh, finally uh, I found uh, uh, my spot now it's in the dance school Voila. Um and um but uh, I'm don't hesitate to uh, like um you know spread uh, to other places as well. Mm. Um and um what I wanted to say no, by I that <laughs> I don't read your mind. <laughs> but you we were talking about the the supporters and I'm 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 a little bit curious also about that with um uh, with school, uh, with school, yeah. Actually, you just uh, reminded me what I wanted okay. to say. That, thank you. <laughs> that um, at, actually, I started um, at the UNIP mm. um, under this uh, because UNIP has different clubs um, for students, and uh, these give opportunity to students to also. Uh, in develop um, and work on their like do something what they like and um, some they have a chance to take roles of like uh, leadership or mm. organizer and whatever and there there was this uh, sport club um, or like let's say a gym workout club and uh, this um um this uh, club um seemed to be uh seemed to look like this could be maybe an opportunity for me to ask whether it's possible to put work under under this uh because i didn't want to go um with work like uh, let's make a twerk club 
at UNIP uh, because I didn't know how it will work and uh, so I uh, and I I was still not sure how the staff is going to approach it so I just um, I just uh, took this uh, this way of putting it under other uh, club and this was approved um, actually no one had any problem again I believe our university has more of an open-minded approach in mm. these things and um, then I started to be uh, doing uh, teaching to work um, actually under uh, UNIP uh, and this would be uh, they had um, um, they were somehow uh, connected with um, this fitness center so I would be like uh, teaching uh, work there and um, yeah, that was uh, at the beginning. So that that's basically they. I mean, the school accepted it, or I mean, you 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 didn't feel anyone in, in the school being like, no, no, this doesn't belong in university, or you know, this is below our our dignity, or something like that. No, I mm -hmm. didn't have uh, that impression. Of course, there would be always students who um, would think negatively about mm -hmm. it, but th those people are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, uh, with, um, the, the staff, um, uh, of UNIP and, or people who are supposed to decide, uh, this decide about that, I didn't have any issue. Um, <coughs> boy, boyfriends, you, you mentioned your boyfriend, and, and now we men are very insecure creatures, and uh, we are always worried that someone, that we are either not good enough for our girlfriends, or that someone would take them, someone better will come along and take them, or that, that's a very common theme, so you often hear stories about that, you know, yeah, he couldn't deal with it, that his girlfriend was a stripper, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. How 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 is that for your boyfriend that this is something that you do? I mean, you share your your dance acts with thousands of people, and uh, it, it is, you know, like it's out there. Is it difficult for him? Uh, well, you would do the best if you ask him. But uh, let's say, uh, what, based on what we were talking about with uh, my boyfriend. Uh, the thing is that um, uh, he has understanding for uh, twerk and he doesn't have this uh, ownership uh, approach uh, to me as uh, his girlfriend and um, uh, he, uh, let's say, um, also he he works um, also with art, like um, he mm -hmm. works with graphics and he's making also uh, videos and so on. And I feel like when someone is more of um, this artistic uh, soul, uh, they also may have uh, like a more understanding for uh, different types of uh, art. But mm. again, it depends. But um, anyway, like we met... Uh, basically in uh, the place where uh, um, his work and my work um, connected us mm -hmm. because it was when I was performing um, in this uh, club and um, he was there 
uh, doing uh, videos. And um, so uh, basically we met on this place where, where we connected. And there were no secrets. I mean, he knew from the moment. Uh, yes, exactly. Mm. And um, he just, uh, he really supports me because he is proud uh, that uh, I am, I am, um, uh, I'm working on, um, um, let's say myself be being um, better version of myself, which has to do also with, uh, uh, like, um, becoming more like healthier with your uh, with the sexuality with the self body image and mm. um he also understands this um uh, again this cultural background of uh twerk and um whenever there is uh, any doubt or whatever like um uh, whatever aspect uh, which would um, make him somehow uncomfortable regarding uh, me twerking. Like, for example, uh, sometimes uh, there are men who comment my twerk videos on Instagram. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's, I can imagine that it doesn't need to be the most um, pleasant for my boyfriend to see, right? Mm. But, uh, you know, it's a lot about uh, communication, and uh, I feel like um, me and my boyfriend, uh, we we are trying to have a, like a really good uh, communication. And uh, regarding twerk, um, I I I can explain him whatever he needs to have explained. And uh, we are just um, be because many times. Um, the the like a boyfriend of uh, anyone's boyfriend can have uh, can feel insecure and um, uh, about um, like their uh, his girlfriend and uh, um, but the communication doesn't really work there like um, he's not opening up about this mm. insecurity and the girlfriend doesn't know and so on and then uh, there are just coming these uh, situations uh, when um, uh, he is uh, jealous and uh, she doesn't understand um, why and so communication is very important regarding uh, these things so mm. so those two open up to each other and talk about any discomfort and mm. uh which comes with it and then again you you need to uh try to figure out where this comes from where this insecurity comes from why and then you are coming with the the rational solution that actually I don't have any reason to uh, doubt my girlfriend um, because she would never cheat on me or I, there is a trust between us mm. and you know so yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a you 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 work on it together I mean you you basically talk it through and you you go through it step by step but I, yeah I I was curious about this now and you, uh, oh I'm no you're never sorry <laughs> uh, the, not to mention that my boyfriend also um, 
is doing uh, sometimes uh, videos and graphics uh, for me, like mm-hmm. of twerk, uh, twerk performance. And um, he's uh, supporting me and uh, sh- he's uh, sharing my posts. Um, yeah. uh, when I need views, for example, for uh, there was this recently this uh, challenge, um, twerk challenge, which I actually won. Mm. <laughs> this was the first time I won um, something related to twerk. And um, and yeah, he would be like uh, telling me opinions on um, my performance uh, before I would publish it, or um, like uh, he would uh, share um, to 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 bring me some audience and so on. Mm. Um, so he is in on it. Uh, yes, and mm. uh, then I am also happy that I can. Uh, show his skills of uh, video making and editing and doing uh, nice graphics uh, mm. through uh, my twerk videos, you mm. know, which he does. Mm. Um, you just mentioned that your your f- father gave you a speaker. Um, is is there a gear like? Is there certain specific fashion, some clothing, or anything specific that you have to have if you're a twerker? I'm just curious. I mean, like. Because you can go into a sports store and there's this aerobic department, there's tennis department. Is there somewhere like a tiny little twerk department? <laughs> uh, there are um, like... Um, twerk brands. Uh, I believe... Uh, the, no, there are. The, especially like um, A-shops. Um, and some twerkers have their own um, brands of and uh, for the specific... Uh, Clothing for twerk. Uh, the 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 most basic outfit would be uh, some comfortable shorts, um, which allow you to um, freely like uh, to free your muscles, mm-hmm. and also you can see um, uh, you can see your butt somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what like the movements? What the, your butt is uh, doing, mm-hmm. because you know twerk has its uh, technique, and which I didn't mention yet, and it's not only about working in the uh, low squatted positions, but it it has uh, like many other techniques and stands and yeah, there's even a headstand. I've seen that when you <laughs> did that. Yes, and uh, so uh, and for some movements, for example, like uh, isolations of a butt, uh, it's really good to. Uh, it's really good to have a um, shorter uh, shorts, mm. um, so you can see uh, how your butt is doing. Because some some movements are very small, and uh, they are not that I- expressive as, for example, uh, when you are like uh, doing the the drop movement yeah in the full squat in the full squat mm. and so then sometimes it happens that uh, some students who are going to the class for the first time or something and they are wearing um, leggings yeah you can't really sh- see the movement then uh well if you are uh, more um uh, skilled in twerk mm. uh you can uh the 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 movement twerking movements can be seen even when you are wearing uh, leggings. But when a begin beginner comes to my class and uh, she is wearing uh, leggings and uh, she is trying to do that move which I am um, uh, sh- uh, showing, and she 
uh, is telling me, but I don't see any movement. Like I'm not doing anything. And I don't know how to do. Like I don't know why it doesn't work. And I'm just like, well, you are doing those movements. You just don't see it because you are wearing leggings. You're overdressed. <laughs> you are overdressed. Let's yeah. say. So definitely, and mm. uh, not to say, um, not to say that. Um, this would have to do also with healing your uh, self body image mm. uh because um this is the one of the ways how to um how to how th uh, that work is healing your self body image because you uh, expose yourself like uh, you see yourself in the mirror mm. uh with the mo most of your uh body to be like those body parts which you may be insecure about at some mm, point cellulite and all that stuff exactly now uh it's uh very visible mm. and you are going to work with that so um how twerk would heal the self-body image um throughout the um like a movement for example uh let's say that uh you are a woman who has um, cellulite and um, um, of course like you are not comfortable about it and uh, you don't find yourself um, attractive enough because of that mm. um, and um, so you would be uh, practicing twerk movements uh, with this part of your body where the cellulite is and then and you suddenly um, have this combination of like uh, the music you en enjoy and uh, you are seeing yourself um, working on it. You are seeing yourself uh, putting some effort. Uh, you are exercising. Um, you are moving your body. You are uh, dancing. Uh, you are creating some movement with that part where the cell light is. And suddenly, uh, this combination of the, these pleasant aspects um, uh, gives you somehow better feeling about. It must send something to your brain, some some you know chemical, some endorphins or something, right? Um, yes, um, exactly. Uh, so, like uh, somehow unconsciously, you are starting to accept mm. uh, that you have that cell light, and you know specifically with the the cell light. You know, this is not the thing which uh, can be easily, uh, like, which you can get rid of easily. Even uh, research suggests that uh, you cannot get rid of the cell light completely. Mm. Um, and so the then the way the way how to deal with that would not be that uh, you are unhappy that you cannot be closer to the ideal. Uh, which is set up by the society. I mean, now mm. proportions of the body, weight, um, and so on. So the way would not be that you are unhappy that you cannot reach that ideal, but the the way to deal with that would be that you are working on the self-acceptance mm. and you are working on that acceptance that uh, you would reach the point where you feel so good about your body. doesn't matter that... Uh, you gained uh, two kilograms more or that uh, you are having cellulite, you just love yourself and you love your body. Mm -hmm. And um, I would like to also connect it with um, um, with the uh, male's uh, perspective, like in the relationship, it's very often that um, 
let's say a, a woman would not be uh, fully satisfied with her body because, yeah, let's stick to this topic of uh, cellulite. And um, she would feel insecure while having um, uh, sex with her partner because uh, she could not like fully relax and so on because she knows that she has this cellulite and uh, what if my partner sees it and I don't really feel comfortable uh, about that. Um, and so this is uh, how it uh, could uh, negatively affect her sexual experience. Mm. And then, um, then uh, again, we are coming um, back to this um, like uh, self-body image mm. issue. So but, the, the but I hate to break your heart, Paula. We don't see cellulite in the bed. We don't, and we don't see those nails. But most of the stuff that my experience that women are trying to do, like beautiful nails, beautiful eyebrows, and all this stuff, we don't even see this. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, I actually thank you for this comment because I actually wanted to say mm. that uh, you know men uh, uh, don't really like usually um, care no. about these uh, things. However, it doesn't change the fact that that the woman feel, yeah. feels insecure even yeah. though that uh, her partner is totally fine and loves her cellulite, whatever. Um, and uh, the problem is that then in this woman it would uh, bring difficulties because um, it what wouldn't make her, let's say, unattractive in the eyes of her partner that she would be always insecure about her, her body and mm. she would be always making sure whether he's fine with her cell light and so on. Uh, it's not the cell light, uh, her having cell light is like how... It affects she, her. Yeah, her behaviors mm. around it and uh, her thought patterns and everything. So Paula, you told me also that there's a like a dance therapy something to work on the kind of body image and self body positivity. Uh, yes, dance movement therapy. Dance uh, movement therapy. Yeah. Sorry, yes. <laughs> this uh, kind of therapy actually focuses on uh, uh, healing the uh, psychological health and then like uh, also like physiological. Um, uh, via movement or dance mm. and the uh, aspects of uh, dance movement therapy uh, are also uh, some of them used uh, while uh, dancing and uh, in twerk we would be talking about that uh, you are expressing uh, for example your emotions uh, via movement and uh, again you are uh, you are working with the, the issues of uh, the self-body image via mm. movement. And uh, the dance movement therapy also, um, for example, focuses on healing uh, of uh, self-body image problems, but also other issues like anxiety, depression, and, and so on. So, and I guess in this way, this is all connected to your psychology. I mean, like you, you, you were in some way, and what you... Actually, I'm really happy that you were here because, uh, like I told you before we started talking, like the stereotype of twerking from, for us who are not in it somehow and don't understand it, it's just a music video and it's like girls waving their ass and, you know, and, and it, I think it has a bad name in some way or maybe not a bad name, but it's not really an understood thing. And what you you're actually describing is 
it's in some way a healing mechanism for an individual to work on their confidence, their anxieties, their body image, a lot of things. So in some way, this connects to through you in, with the psychology, right? Yeah, um, one of uh, the, the careers which I would want to explore would be where I would combine uh, psychology with uh, dance and uh, also dance movement therapy would be the, the field which would uh, interest me in the future. Mm. Um, and... Um, mm. And but, but how do you see it, like... Uh, in five years from now, are you gonna be still twerking yourself, um, and you'll be a I don't know a therapist? Yeah, I therapist. <laughs> I no, I, um, uh, I don't know exactly what I will be doing uh, um, in five years, but uh, I'm still imagining myself to be working. Uh, somewhere between uh, dance and uh, therapy and uh, doing some coaching and mm. uh, uh, empowering uh, women um, and help them to heal. And also, of course, uh, men as well. But um, mm. yeah. Um, and uh, you were talking about the stereotypes uh, and uh, this point. Um, well, that's very true that uh, uh, most of the people would not think of the uh the person twerking that maybe uh they are actually uh, approaching uh psychologically um in mm -hmm. healthy way their sexuality or self body mm -hmm. image and that they are comfortable comfortable enough with themselves to be uh doing uh, dance uh, such mm -hmm. as twerk no they would be rather thinking in a, like a judgmental way again someone is like uh being too sexual or uh this is inappropriate and so on and this has to do again just with the mindset of the society and mm -hmm. the prejudice and Mm. No. The person who judges most is usually the ones that are most boring. <laughs> and I'm very th thankful for them. That, that I'm very happy when I, when they judge because then you know that you don't want to talk to them. Yeah, and you know what they're assholes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So anyone judging this show, just switch it off. Um, I wanted to ask you, yeah, so you, we're coming to the end of this. You, you're... You can start working on the thesis now, which is, is connects these things, you know, like, uh, and you're looking for people to participate, right? I'm looking for adult female dancers to participate. I'm uh, researching the dance styles uh, twerk, pole dance, street dance, and ballet. Mm. And uh, the topic is uh, psychological factors and its connection to the various, various dancing styles, which mm. are the ones I mentioned. Um, and I would be happy if uh, uh, these uh, women dancers who practice these dance styles would uh, reach out to me uh, if they want to be uh, part of uh, the like uh, research, uh, contribute to the research of uh, dance and psychology. Also, uh, you guys have uh, opportunity to uh, have uh, one of my uh, online twerk classes uh, for free, either you as a respondent or your friend. And um, uh, definitely um, it, it would be great experience uh, mm. for you to... I can also mention uh, your uh, dance group uh, or community uh, in my thesis. Um, mm. 
like, like reference you. So I will be happy if you uh, reach out to me. And where would people, where is, where is it that people can find you? You have social media and stuff. Tell me. Uh, yeah, regarding uh, twerk, uh, I would recommend um, either my Instagram account, uh, which is uh, paula.arendasova. Um, then I have also uh, account for my team, Paula uh, A team, uh, or even on uh, email, uh, twerk.paula.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, you can find uh, always uh, an update on um, information regarding my twerk classes and uh, where I'm teaching, when, where there is some workshop happening and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guys, check out Paula. I will, I will leave, I will leave uh, uh, links in the description of the, of the episode as well so you can find it all there. Um, I have been following her now for some time and and uh, it's interesting things and and uh, i knew immediately when we connected that that i would come out of this room a little bit more clever than i went in so you you told me here at the beginning that that uh, as a in, in in preschool or in in yeah in school as a kid and a teenager then you were being bullied because of your birth and now it's actually some in some way helping you and advancing you and growing you are you happy with it yeah today it's something what uh, brings me money as well mm. and and um i am happy about my uh, butt mm. and uh, i uh, i'm happy that i can uh, share this um with uh, other people i mean uh, the the mindset around um, the butt and um mm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that the role that it plays in 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 this whole thing. I mean, it's an interesting journey and and your experience and and how 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 you worked on yourself through this somehow. It's it's very um, um yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like from something what was hurting me, mm. I let's say made my business and yeah. uh, made something what actually strengthens me so much. So, mm. guys, um, follow the show. Facebook, The Bunker, How the Hell Did We End Up Here, Instagram, Bunker Prague, and uh, I think that's it. Uh, Thanks to the sponsors, and please share this. uh, Let me know about some cool people that are in or around Prague in the Czech Republic that I can meet and talk to. Always looking for people on my show. Paula, thanks for coming. Have a nice evening. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Have a nice evening too. Bye. Bye.